Welcome to episode 121. I am your host, Gail M. Davis, and this is Design Perspectives. Welcome to the Design Perspectives podcast. I am your host, Gail Davis. I will talk all things design from expectation to reality, from what to expect when working with designers as well as the trades. And from time to time, current events will seep their way into the conversation. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and listen. I have been waiting to interview these two, this, excuse me, dynamic duo. These two women live in two different states, run a super profitable, amazing firm, have three different locations, have projects across the country, and are just amazing. And they get what business is. What I love first and foremost about them, other than being, you know, amazing women, is that they both cut their teeth on someone else's business. And they both came into business in a very unique way, which you will hear about. Beth Totolo and Carolina Gentry of Pulp Design Studios are two women that I admire and am just so fortunate to have the opportunity to interview them. And let me just say, I am very blessed to be able to do this podcast to have my business, to be married, and a fur mama. Yes, I know that has nothing to do with design, but I'm just counting my blessings. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I will admit, when I did this podcast, I was on the West Coast (laughs) at my mom's house. Wi-Fi was super spotty at best. So just bear with me. I was interviewing these two dynamic women who also were in two different states. So this was just really fun. Um, And just bear with us. I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did. I always glean from speaking to women in business. I draw so much wisdom from them and so much knowledge. And I just go back and tweak my business. And that's what this podcast is all about. I pray that when you listen, that you tweak your business and you get it to exactly where you want it to be because why else would you be in business and want to work um, in circles? Without further ado, here is Pulp Design Studios. And thank you for coming on Design Perspectives. I really appreciate you taking the time because you women are hella busy and on fire. I can't, (laughs) I'm exhausted. I don't know how you do it. My first question is, how did the two of you get started? And how did you say, we would make a great team. Let's open a firm. Well, first of all, thank you for having us. We're excited to be on here. Thanks so much. Um, We actually, we met at a design firm. We met at a commercial firm. Carolina was more into hospitality and I did more commercial stuff. And we did when we were doing multifamily at the firm that we worked at. And we, you know, I think what, what, I think what was made us more successful in a partnership is that we worked together first. We weren't friends first. We worked mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. became friends through working. I was actually, I started as an intern and Carolina was the senior designer at the time. So, um, the, 
we worked in a few different dynamics and I got promoted pretty quickly. And then she, you know, was still, you know, I there got and promoted too. Over. Yeah, she, she got promoted too. We both got promoted. But, uh, we both got promoted. See, we knew uh, we were smart and wanted to, wanted to team up together. Yeah. So then we started, we started a residential design firm. I almost, I guess it'll be almost 16 years ago now. Wow. That's so crazy. That's Time flies. I know. I know. Now, let me ask you, how did you come up with the name Pulp Design Studio? It's really not that great of a story, to be honest, <laughs> but we'll tell you anyways. People always ask us that. And we're like, it's not that fun. <laughs> We, we just knew we wanted it to not be um, our names. We wanted it to be more of a, like a firm or a brand, which has really paid off for us, we think, because we've been able to do like licensed collections and, you know, cool collaborations that were not like, you know, Beth and Carolina or Gentry Dotolo Design. And so um, we both went, we, at the time we, we, well, we actually lived across the hall from each other in a textile mill that was converted into a loft, which is great because we now have textile collections. Um and we both went to our, our, our respective lofts across the hall and just wrote a bunch of names down. And at the time, like, this was during the time of, like, DVD towers. And I'm embarrassed to say that my boyfriend, <laughs> who's now my husband, um, had a DVD tower in our loft. And there was the pul- there was the movie Pulp Fiction on it. And then Carolina, her husband, had this, like, magnet that was, like, Pulp, the... the like, it was the, the it was this DVD cover of, uh, yeah, the British band Pulp. Yeah. So we both came back to the table with our names and we were like, pulp, like, that's it. We wanted to do furniture design, wood pulp. It felt a little edgy and we kind of like wanted it to have a bit of an edge to it. And so that's how we named the firm. Well, it's smart because you can never forget it. Because if you can't remember, you like pulp fiction, you're like, nope, it's pulp design. Okay. Got it. No <laughs> like, it's just, it's brilliant. And you're right. When people name it after themselves, it's just like, it's, you know, typical. Um, Oh my God, I have so many questions for you. Number one, how do your clients find you? Because everybody tells me Instagram and you're in two different states, correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we started in Dallas together and then I moved to Seattle a little over 10 years ago. Um, and then we have an LA office too. And we are we are big on Instagram. We've we've been doing Instagram for a while, um, just sort of like casually, like, you know, and doing our own thing. But most clients find us through referrals like our best clients yeah. through referrals but we it's so funny everyone thought for the longest time a lot of our clients came from instagram and we honestly didn't even start getting clients from instagram till like a year ago if they were it was like ridiculous it wasn't even like a feasible they were ideal clients project. it was like yeah yeah uh, well, but now we're actually getting good ones from instagram so that's something Oh, no, that's actually cool because, um, you know, COVID has done a lot of things and has made everybody have to pivot on how they do business. Yeah. And that, so how does it work and with the two of you in two different states? How do you decide which projects you're going to do and how do you divide up the work? Because I'm sure you have to have your designers in your prospective areas as well as yeah. LA to get it done. So how does that work? Well, I mean, for the most part, our teams are starting working on the projects that are we have locally. Right. And then, do you, I should let you talk, Carolina. I'm always just joking. Yeah, I was, I was <laughs> going to say, I mean, I would say initially, um, we were doing such a great job for a long time trying to have um, our project we would like kick off the project together. Like Beth and I would say like, this is the project and this is the tone of the project and just like the overall mood and feel of the project, have a kickoff meeting. 
um, come up with the team members, you know, shoot it off to the team. They'd shoot it back to us. You know, we have our hands in all the projects. It's not like we just like give something to somebody and, and never see it. Right. Um, I know that sometimes happens at other firms, but not, not at Pulp Design Studios. Um, and <laughs> so, um, so we did such a great job of doing that. And I feel like, um, we were just together not that long ago, like about a week ago. And we were talking about how we've fallen apart. That has fallen apart a little bit over the last couple of years, because it has been so crazy, our industry with COVID and the projects have just been having to move so quickly. So we've kind of like stepped away from that as much as we used to do it before. And we really need to get back at doing that again, because, um, you know, we, we do there's such a great job working together. Um, there's a magic in the projects that we do together. Like I, we do, like we do the show houses together. We do, you know, we have a licensed collection with um, Fabricat and S. Harris. Actually, a couple of collections with them, and we've like we kick off and do the like the set design to promote the fabrics and the textiles and to put like fabric on frame. Yeah, and so all those together. special, all those special projects we always collaborate on and do together. And mm -hmm. so that's really where the magic happens and the like where like pulp is really like forward in our work. And so we were talking about the need to really go back to, you know, our like roots and start, 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 yeah, on, on, um, on the, the projects that we can be extremely creative on, um, you know, it's always nice to have, you know, two heads are better than one, especially like yeah. new construction projects and things like that, that take a longer time. They're yeah. a lot more detail oriented. Um, you know, those always need a special touch. Yeah. That's cool. Now, two questions. Mm -hmm. How did, how many projects do you have going at one time? Too many. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. I mean, honestly, we can I never can... have enough. This is true. This is true. But like, do you, do you have like four new constructions all starting at the same time, or is it like yeah, we have different stages between our between our offices? I think we probably have about we have over fifty project active projects. Wow, wow! Yeah. And do you have a favorite of those fifty? We can't. Say well, we that. don't have favorites, Gail. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that. We can't say those things. You can't. No, I can, I can tell you some cool. We have some cool projects. I can tell you that. Like we're doing, like Carolina in Dallas is working on a really cool home spa conversion where there's like a, um, like glam converted attic. Yeah. Converted attic into a home spa. We have two projects in Hawaii that are like sister properties, actually owned by sisters. Um, we have a really cool project that we've been working on in Nashville in collaboration with one of our friends who's a designer um, who does kitchen and bath design named Richard Anaskevich. And that project, when it's finished, I think will be pretty killer. And um, we have we also just have like a lot of really cool, awesome, like new builds that we're working on that we're super excited about to really see the and whole we also thing have, start to finish. Um, our clients that that we've been working with for years, you know, that yeah. either have second homes or vacation homes, or they're just, you know, we have been working with them for such a long time that they've either moved into a new house or they started renovating the house that we started on, you know, a decade ago over again. So, you know, we've got all kinds of clients. So let me ask you, do you ever do one room projects? Are you like, kick, um, sorry, sir, beat it. We, 
yeah, 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 we do. I mean, if the room's good enough, you know, <laughs> it's a big project. I mean, we they, typically not anymore. We used to do them all right. the time, but I feel like we've gotten to a level of, of clientele and attracting a certain type of client where um, that's really not the where we're getting started. But from time to time, we do have people come in and they're like super, super high end and want to just sort of like test us out on a room. And, you know, so it, de- it depends. We're not like, I don't want to say that we won't take on a minimum project it, as long as we right. can put our right. own spin on it and and they and it's feasible and we really are able to put our completed pulp aesthetic from start to finish we will most likely take it that's so, fair completely yeah. fair but also say that to people i was like one room sometimes it's just people testing you to make sure both of you are a good fit before they hand over yeah. the key oh ham um tell me about the collaboration with s harris and fabric hut like how did that come about and were you like, oh my God, we've made it? Well, yes, actually, we were because we've been using them. We've been using for them forever. for years. And so when we got an email in our inbox that said, like, at fabriccut.com, we were like, what? Like, we were so excited. <laughs> um, but actually, you know, speaking of Instagram, they, the creative director, Jody Harris, she found us on Instagram. And um, what it started out as is she wanted to do an Instagram sort of like collaboration where we took some of their fabrics and designed a room and all this stuff. And um, we sort of got, you know, sort of annoying and we're like, well, why would you just do this? And why would you just do that? Why wouldn't you have a whole collection with us? Yeah. And we were like, relent- we were relentless about it. Right. And so, we started um, pulling stuff, you know, like, wait, we, we, you know, we like this vibe and, you know, here's the look and what if we did, and it, it just turned into yeah. this like collection. Here we, we are. We went to their corporate offices and we started pulling all this stuff together and was sitting out in a hallway on a table and people started walking by, like freaking out over it. Um, and so, you know, it sort of just grew from there. And then, and, um, you know, we're doing a little bit more with them right now too, that we can't talk about yet. Cause it's not, no, it's not set in stone. We're not trying to be like coy about it, but, um, you know, it's to come to find out it is our pulp for S Harris is like the benchmark and is the best selling, uh, licensed collection that they've ever had. And so uh, yeah. And they're such us. a great company. They're, they're, they're a family company. Um, and they, um, I have to say that the, one of the things that we really enjoy is whenever we've gone to any of their corporate meetings or anything like that with all of their salespeople, um, all of all of their employees rave about um, the company, the family, and how yeah, and the company, and how and a lot of them have worked there for such a long time, which is I don't know that just says something you know about about them. So we really love that about them. Yeah, um, we love working well. with them. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you, and I'm going to make sure in my floor. Florida project that I use your product. So yes, stay please, t- will you send us pictures? <laughs> yes, and send us pictures. We love sharing how designers use use the product. It's always so fun to see another designer's perspective on how that fabric needs to be used or how you know how it's applied. It's it's so fun for us to see that. That's awesome. I think That's- the other thing I want to say too is like the one one of the things we love about having a licensed collection is that like we love the design community and we love being a part of it. And I think sometimes designers can be keep things close to the vest or you know, I think that's changing a little bit with so, with social media and stuff. But for the longest time, like nobody wanted to like like play with other designers. It was sort of like True. everyone just kind of stays in their own lane. 
Um, but having a textile collection has really allowed us to be a part of the community in a different way. So, you know, we're able to like champion the designers through like how they're using our fabrics and, and show them like, you know, some fresh meat for their own projects. So um, I think that's been fun to be able to be a part of the community in a different way and not just designing in our own lane, but just being able to contribute to other designers work, I think has been super fun for us. Yeah, that's cool. I, and thank you for doing that because we always, you know, there are fabric designers out there and that's great. But when a designer is able to create, then they, they understand like how we think, you know, and then you just yeah. create really amazing from the heart. And then a designer like me will look at it and go, this is what I've been looking for. <laughs> you know? yeah, we're all looking for like that fabric yeah. to build the room around, right? And like, I feel like that's what our collection is. It's like all statement fabrics that you just statement want to build fabric. a room around. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Great, great. So uh, another question, how have you scaled your firm and what are the lessons that you learned in hiring people? It's hard. It's hard. I'm like, have we, have we learned? Have we learned? (laughs) We're still learning? I was just interviewing a designer right before this call. I had to hop off with the interview. Um, We're still learning. I feel like, you know, the, the team that we have in place We've had for a lot of the people have been with us for anywhere for, I think we have one person who's been with us for under a year, but most people have been with us for two to 10 years. And so our core group to us is like so important. Like once we find someone that's amazing, that's a good fit with our firm, we want to keep them and we want to help them grow and we want them to help us grow. And it's like, you know, we're all working together towards the same thing. The, the, we have, we still need, we're hiring. We need help. Like if you, if you need a job, guys, call us. <laughs> um, What's the, no, I mean, it's, the thing friends. is, is that it's always changing, right? Like mm-hmm. just in general, the workforce and just our industry or every industry and just COVID has also thrown like a giant wrench into like the world and the, the way people are working and the way people are thinking about how they work. So I think, just the workplace in general, whether it's design related or not, has evolved into something different. And so we're all yeah. trying to just figure out how to keep up with that and make it work for us. Yeah. Um, everyone else, everyone's different, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, this is like a lesson that is helpful to us or hurting us, but for us, it's always been about the person and the people, not necessarily right. about the role that we're hiring for at the time. We've just found that if you find a really good, smart person that you feel like is a good cultural fit, a good personality fit, and is smart and with it, like you just get them and take them on board and they'll grow with you and they'll learn. Um, I think the biggest mistake that maybe we've made is just pigeonholing ourselves into trying to hire for a specific position Mm -hmm. and then making the mistake of hiring the wrong person that we felt on paper worked out. Right. So to switch them you know, and be like, hey, we thought you were great for this, but this is yeah. what you're that let's move you over here. And they were fine with it. Or like, or we just kept finding different places for that person. And then it just doesn't work out because it's like, right. it was a good, it was only good on paper. It wasn't good for <laughs> us, you know, and to us, it's like, if you're smart, if you're with it, if you're talented, you're passionate and you have a good personality, you can be whatever you want at Pulp. Like our managing director, Tracy, got hired on as our as our purchasing assistant. Mm-hmm. And now she's the managing director of our company because she, and she basically tells me and Carolina what to do. Yeah, you know? she bosses so, us around all day. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> the boss. So, no, but I mean, the thing is, the, the thing is really is that our, 
our job is so focused on problem solving and you have to have critical thinking skills. That is like one of the most important skills that you can have. And because no day is the same. Sure. We do not have a cookie cutter job. One day something might, you know, uh, not fit or something got made wrong or the wrong color came in or whatever. We have to come up with a solution for everything. Mm-hmm. And we need people that can deal with those types of situations. That's super. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Because it helps, it helps your day easier. If you have to sit here and babysit someone is going to put you over the edge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what is, um, which actually, which do you like better new construction or remodels and why? Ooh. God, honestly, Gail, it depends on the project. It depends. Yeah. It depends on the project. Like some of the, um, some, sometimes it's fun to start from scratch, but sometimes it can be totally like difficult to just ha- like start from nothing. And then sometimes if you find, if like a project has like a really cool story or cool bones, it's really fun to have something to work with. It just totally, it depends on the project. It depends on the clients to be totally honest with you. That's fair. What style, you know, what's how, how cool are the clients? Like how, how much are they going to let you, how far are they going to let you take it? You know, how much do they trust you? Uh-huh. You know, it's all about the people. It goes back to being all about the people, you know? That's true. That's true. And then my last question, I'll let you ladies go. With your trades, because you're all over everywhere in every state and every continent, you know, around the world, how do you find your trades people? Some of them are local to each office. We've, we all share some. We go to trade shows. You know, we go to High Point. We've been to Maison. We've been to the... They're really um, from everywhere. And now yeah, I mean, everything's fairly accessible. But, like, if you're if you're talking about, like, custom workrooms and stuff, well, yes. most of them are, are... We do use them, the local ones, for local projects. But we've also used workrooms from Dallas for Seattle projects and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, all the time. You know, it just... It just depends because you can just have those items shipped. Um, but we are, we're always looking for a wide variety of different manufacturers because yeah. there's so many new things all the time. That's how we always like going to all these trade shows and things like that to find new sources all the time. I love it. I love it. Well, before we go, ladies, please tell the people where they can find you. Um, the best place to find us would be on Instagram. It's at Pulp Designs, P-U-L-P, Designs with an S. Um, that's pretty, That's probably the best place. Our website's on there. It's pulpdesignstudios.com. But Instagram's the best for us because we like to be able to chat and DM, like DM us, ask us questions. And it's fun. We're just we'll showing what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll ask you where you found that trade source from on your Instagram. <laughs> so. And you won't be snarky um, about it ask some designers and they're like I can't share that with you I'm like okay thanks no we I'm not sometimes we won't post it publicly but if a designer wants to know we're we're happy to share we always want to do you know what we can just be nice about it guys don't just be like where is this from be like hi so nice to meet you yeah my day is or at least say hello and then slide just come on demanding. Well, ladies, thank you so much for taking this time out of your busy schedule to speak with me. And I look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Us. We look forward to it as well. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. Too. 
thank you for listening to the Design Perspectives podcast. As always, I'm your host, Gail M. Davis. I really appreciate you listening. Please don't forget to rate me on iTunes. It is super important and will help people to find where we are located. And the Design Perspectives podcast is also available on Design Network Platform. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.